doing the math on Google and Facebook ads, does it add up? We get an update on social media with our resident social media expert, Danielle Miller, who comes on today to talk about return on ad spend, how much to pay per click, and developing audiences. Also, what are keywords? How do you find them? And why do you need them? But first, we give shout outs to some of our first patrons of the show. Thank a local powder coater for my Mother's Day gift. And finally, the Coder Biz giveaway is back. Get ready to level up your powder coater game. Coats Powder Coater Podcast. I'm your co-host and mostly host, Kim Scott. Uh, I make up half the duo of Ross Coat, uh, and you're joining us on the Ross Coat Podcast. So, of course, you know my husband's always working in the background. He'll probably be showing up here soon. Um, and today, I am happy to have a gal who's been on the show before. Uh, she's a social media expert, and she owns a top-rated social media company here in Maui. Um, welcome back, Danielle Miller. Thank you. Thank you. Glad to be back. Excited to give everybody an update as to what's new with social media and ads. Yeah, um, it came up in the Facebook groups the other day, and we haven't talked about this yet, uh, we have just talked about just posting on social media and getting through all of the hurdles to doing that. But before we get started today, first of all, you got nominated over Christmas. And I'm not sure if we covered this, uh, but you got nominated for a small business uh, thing here on Maui. Can you tell us about that? Yeah, sure. You're so sweet to bring it up, Kim. Thank you. Um, yeah, I, um, our company, Miller Media Management, got nominated for an exceptional Small Business of the Year Award in Maui County. We were one of three nominees and um, another amazing, incredibly talented company won. Um, and, and honestly, it was one of those situations where we were just so thrilled to be nominated um, for our yeah. work contribution. That is huge. Um, and I think that I'm bringing this up because it's important to know that when we bring people up on the show, it's they really know what they're doing. I mean, I, you and I have uh, a long rapport uh, going back in helping me with ads and social media specifically for my powder coating company, our powder coating company. And so uh, I always like to give a shout out to you just because you've given me so much. And I think that it's just awesome to just be nominated uh, and to be recognized um, in any county or state, uh, you know, for anybody. I mean, that's just a, a huge milestone. So congratulations for that. Thank you. Thanks. Yeah. So, um, We've got a lot of shout outs today, Danielle, so, uh, and updates, shout outs and updates. Let's get through them. I'm going to try to roll with it really fast, um, but also give uh, importance to our show supporters. That's the first one I want to address because I want to um, mention um, a couple of people that have signed up for the Avid Listener. Um, it's a, a patron uh, through rosscoat.com. And if you click that upper right-hand corner, uh, you'll see how to become a patron. Um, we are super stoked and welcome uh, to welcome Dale Williams from Australia. Uh, some of you might know Dale. Shout out to Dale. He's uh, a, a, a garage coder out of Australia, and he also debuted on our show. I can't remember the episode, but it was in January, um, and it was our international powder coating episode. So shout out to Dale Williams. Thank you so much. 
when he signed up, he sent me a little uh, note that said, hey, guys, great show and content. Thanks for going to all the trouble. Thanks, Dale. So thank you, Dale. I appreciate it. And Dale did get his T-shirt. He signed up for Avid Listener, so he got his T-shirt and his hat, Maui Powderworks style. Uh, so um, I just want to say thank you, Dale. And then the other two, we have a couple more that have signed up. Um, let me go to... Uh, patrons so we have we also want to thank donnie oh yeah i talked to donnie on saturday he owns um anchorage powder coating alaska or it's it's a powder coating company i think it's called anchorage powder coating um he signed up to be a super fan so i want you guys to look out for his company video which i'll probably be working with him in the next uh, 30 days I uh, did give him some homework and some of the homework that we talked about, I talked about with him on Saturday, we'll be covering today in this show. Uh, sec and then um, we also want to give out to a shout out to themobileblaster.com, who is also a avid listener. And he also uh, will be getting the, um, we're giving a giveaway for the first 10 signups for either avid listener or for the uh, super fan, which is you're going to be getting one of these. I have them right here. My favorite guide of all. And I use this almost every day. It's the blast one uh, super surface preparation guide. I love this guide. I love showing it to my customers and they're so impressed when I do. So that um, is just for a limited time until we have run out of these. We were happy enough to get uh, some supply. They're very expensive. I think they, I think they were, <laughs> Jeff was telling me they're like around $200 each. I know that sounds outrageous for such a simple guide, but it's all laminated. I guess it costs a lot of money to produce. So I'm very grateful. Thanks to Jeff Taylor at Blast One for uh, handing those out. Um, all right, and then also I am wearing something really cool and I'm gonna put it up here really close to the, can you see that Danielle? Yeah, a little closer. There you go, there you go. Okay, these are earrings. I don't know how popular they are in, they're very popular in Hawaii. These are Koa earrings. Um, and koa is a very special wood. A lot of the ladies like wearing these because they're very lightweight and they'll get them cut out in like fish hooks and all kinds of Hawaiian images and, and stuff like that. A friend of ours who is also a powder coater just down the street from us uh, is um, making these. He made these for me because we helped him out with a project and stuff the other day. So I want to give a shout out to, and I'm going to share my screen um, with you so you can see his Instagram. Um, but did you see it's the Maui Powderworks logo in there? Isn't that cute? Um, anyways, let me share my screen because I want to um, just promote his business. He's just the nicest guy. And, you know, if you guys do laser engraving, I don't know if you do this kind of stuff, but... Uh, it's really popular and you can always make your wife happy by getting your logo on and earrings that she can wear. So I'm very happy. So there's make any kinds, uh, Instagram, go and follow him. He's got more followers than we do, but he does all kinds of stuff. He does powder coating, um, on some small stuff, but he also does the Yeti mug stuff. He does small kind parts, but he also does this laser engraving stuff too. So uh, he's got a pretty cool Instagram account too. So uh, just such a sweet super guy and they got a little Etsy link in there. So go check out, go check it out. Yeah. Any do kind that. stuff Maui. Right yeah. On, like, I just think that, that is so like, that is so Hawaiian, right? That's yeah. so Hawaii. <laughs> um, so anyways, I was, and he made these like right quick. He's like, I'm going to make these for you. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like two days later, he came back. They're done. Here you go. I'm like, oh my gosh. Um, so uh, one last thing, I'm going to give you the drama about our coder biz biz. Okay, Danielle. Yep. <laughs> it just, we, we're, we're trying really hard to give this thing away and it's such a great uh, 
it's just such a great package. But every time we get, we spin that wheel. Yep. Something happens. <laughs> right. 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 So let me give you an update. We, Danielle and I started this business called the Level Up Package. And I'll share the, um, I'm going to share the, uh, well, I'll just share my screen right now. You can see that what it is. Um, it's basically, we're going to help you build your website. If you don't have a website, if you, you know, if you need help with some social media, if you need a get out the door, get it going kind of package, this is the package for you. Um, and you've always promised yourself to build that website. You have a domain that whether you do or not, doesn't matter. We can help you. Um, so we started this coderbiz.com website in December. We gave away, uh, we did little like, um, wheel of fortune thing. Um, and we gave it away. So I call the guy and I finally catch up with him like three or four days later. And I go, Hey, you won this package. And he goes, I don't even powder coat. <laughs> I've, I've just been thinking it's about lovely. powder coating. <laughs> yes. You like, gotta have an existing business. Okay. Yes. Okay. Fine. Please read the fine print. You have to be a custom coder already. Maybe a garage coder. I don't know. Maybe you've got a commercial space and you've never been able to, I'm just saying, okay, just make sure you're a coder if you sign up. Um, but so he's like, I go, well, can you forfeit this thing? And he's like, yeah. So then we did it again. And that's when we went live with, um, and then Jimmy O'Malley and I went live again because our, we Facebook failed on the live. And then Jimmy and I did a, uh, did a follow-up and we announced, anyways, I followed up with that guy. He already has a WordPress site. Super yep. sweet guy. He has a word. I went and checked it out. He's he's pretty much got it started and halfway built, but he broke up with his partner, which happens every day in business. And his partner ran off with the password and um, and the login for his WordPress site. I said, well, here's the thing. If you've got a half built WordPress website, stick with what you got, because half of it, if it's even if it's partially functioning, it's still a good website and you shouldn't throw it out the window. Don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. Okay. Right. Just keep, you know, keep what you got. Just go and get your login from the guy, hunt him down, you know, threaten, threaten his life, whatever. Um, and I even told the guy, cause he was just so sweet. I even told him, I would go and email him. You want me to do it? You know, that's why I was like, you want me to do it? I'm, I'll tell him you're, I'm your dev. You know, I'll tell him, just give me that, hand it over, whatever kind of thing. Anyway, so he's so sweet. He's like, oh, you're, you know, you're too kind. Anyways, he was more than happy to forfeit it because he realized he already has something. So we are, here's the drum roll. <laughs> we are offering <laughs> this awesome package it's going to be three times the charm danielle it is yep <laughs> this level up package is gonna find its right winner rightful it, winner it Very is fun. it's just hunting for that perfect person so there you go sign it up there's ross's mean face sign up to win the premium package um and when you do and then it'll you can scroll down here on the website to see what is in this premium package um, I don't want to bore you with the details because we got so much to talk about today, but I just want to let you know if you click this, I think if you click it, whoops, nope, that's the wrong. I haven't fixed it yet. But basically, I think if you click this, aha, mm -hmm. then it takes you to this page. You put your first name in, your email address and your phone number, and then you will be added. So yep. we already have, if you've already signed up and you didn't win the last two times, do not sign up again. We have your information and you will be in the running still. But if you haven't signed up, uh, then let's uh, say, I'm going to give it a deadline, say like um, May 30th, May 30, May 31st, because there's 31 days in May. So let's do May 30, 
1st. Go sign up for this coder, Brent. We're going to hit it again, maybe with a live. I don't know. <laughs> um, and we'll get it we'll, three times a charm. That's all I'm going to say about that. Uh, and and you, guys, you guys, for those of you listening who haven't signed up, right, this is a prize pack worth $2,500. You have to have an existing powder coating business. <laughs> And ideally, you don't already have a website because part of the package is we're going to build you a landing page and we're going to update your social media. So, you know, yes. just so we're attracting the right people this time around. Right, exactly. So enough said about that. Um, let's move on to our main topic, which is we're going to do the math, we're gonna talk the talk, we're gonna walk the walk on Google ads. Does it add up? Um, and, but, oh, before you do that, give us a quick update on uh, Facebook. Like, isn't there something going on with Facebook and Apple? They're like throwing, yeah. they're throwing pox shots at each other. Yeah, they are. <laughs> Apple is pissing off, off Facebook. Everybody, well, everybody, right yeah. yeah. So long story short, Apple is doing what they call the iOS 14 update. It's already in place. Most iPhones are already updating to iOS 14. And um, this update has a feature where for the user, if you're an iPhone user, now when you open up your Facebook app, you're going to get this little pop-up. And it's going to say to you, do you give Facebook permission to track your activity outside of the app, yes or no. Right. And a lot of people are looking forward to their privacy and they're probably gonna say no. Yeah. And this really is throwing a wrench in the whole dynamics of Facebook ads, yeah. especially if any of you are familiar with the term, the Facebook pixel. So the Facebook mm -hmm. pixel is a little cookie that gets put onto your website so that when somebody visits your website, and then later they're hanging out on Facebook, you can send them a Facebook ad on in their newsfeed, right? Or in their stories right. so that they see and think of your brand. Um, and maybe they, you know, forgot to complete their purchase or maybe they go, oh yeah, I meant to call those guys. Look, there's the call now button. I'm just going to hit it. Right. Um, but it totally throws a wrench in all of that because if, if somebody's saying ask not to track outside of the app, then Facebook can't use that pixel data for remarketing. Right. They can't use the pixel data to identify um, conversions when right. somebody does convert on your website. They can't use that pixel data to identify different classes of websites within their audience network. Mm -hmm. So like if you're a powder coder and you're trying to run an ad on the audience network, Facebook would look at, oh, well, you know, they really like these um, custom built hot rod websites, or they like these websites about tire, right. or these websites about paint. Those are likely to be um, the right type of consumer. So they won't have that data anymore. Yeah. So the long I and short of it is uh, watch out, watch, monitor any remarketing campaigns that you have on Facebook because the conversion tracking is going to go crazy. It's going to go right. up and down and all around kind of thing. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I mean, I mean, speaking to the coder, you know, uh, the coder community, um, you know, it's kind of funny. Like I would say that we have a pretty conservative group um, of listeners uh, and, you know, they're, they're definitely personally concerned about their own uh, security and privacy yeah. as a person. But yet uh, the rub is we are all business owners and we need to go out and get business sometime, especially right now because uh, now it's a little different here in Maui because, or Hawaii, because we get year round business, right? For, um, and stuff. We've got a little bit of a pickup now because 
it's summertime, you know, we're getting towards summer and the racetrack, they're trying to get that racetrack reopened now since COVID and, and, you know, everybody's pushing to get the racetrack and get their outdoor activities going again um, and stuff on the mainland or to our main audience here, which are all mainlanders, um, you know, their busy time is like no in the winter months because everybody dismantles their cars, their their ATVs, their UTV, you know, their utility, their Polaris's, their bikes, their whatever because they can't ride them in the winter. And then these powder coaters all get busy in the winter months. It's perfect, you know. Um, but now spring is here. Everybody wants to get back on their bikes and their do their outdoor activities and stuff. And so things might be kind of dropping off for a few of us. Um, and so this actually might be a good time to start advertising if the bulk of your, your, you know, if you're, the bulk of your work is starting to thin out or drop off or whatever, this is where you want to start focusing on that. So it's kind of hard because we want to be on Facebook, but we don't want people in our business, but then we need these, this data. We need these customers to bring in more business. So I'm going to leave it at that. I don't have an answer for that, but you can understand where we're, where we're coming from, from, you know, from a custom coder point of view. Um, there are, some tools uh, for keyword research. And I think that's kind of where it starts, isn't it? It's like knowing your audience and doing keyword searches and stuff like that, right? That's definitely where it starts when you're doing like Google ads and stuff, YouTube ads, Pinterest ads, you better know your keywords for sure. So you use, I use one uh, tool, you use a different one. Um, what do you use? So uh, here, I'll share my screen. I'll introduce you to one of the, my go-to tools. It's called Uber Suggest. It's uh, the tool created by Neil Patel, for those of you who are in the marketing space. Um, and Uber Suggest is great because they've got a free version, right? So I really like to introduce people to free tools whenever I can, because then it just removes some hurdles to people getting out there and giving it a shot. So uh, with Uber Suggest, you're going to mm -hmm. plop in either a keyword or a website. So you can put in your competitor's website, you can put in your own website, um, or you can put in a keyword, and then you're gonna have it do a search. And when it does the search, it's gonna tell you what, how many keywords that website is ranking for, what kind of traffic they're getting every month, how many backlinks they have, what, you know, what their domain authority is, which is directly related right. to their page rank. Right. And it's going to give you also like the SEO titles that yeah. are ranking the best for their website and a big old list of keywords that are working for them. Um, mm -hmm. So I really like looking at this site. But then the other thing that they have for Uber Suggest, which like any of my buddies out there who are using Google Chrome, you know, and you start to get nerdy about all the extensions available. Uber Suggest actually has its own extension. Oh, cool. So you can just go to Google, you can type in a word like powder coating, and the extension will tell you right at the top of your search bar, like how many monthly searches that keyword is getting, how much is your cost per click gonna be on AdWords, and then all the related keywords for that, that particular topic. So, I have found that's this actually too. pretty accurate, Danielle, because I'm getting about that on my AdSense <laughs> for my <Yeah>. blog. <laughs> so that's actually pretty close. Yep. Yep. Definitely. Good to good to know it's verified there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But that's super cool. Um, where what? Yeah. So you just go to your Google um, apps or something or what do you? Yeah. Uh, so when you want to install a new extension, you go into um, more tools, you you know, you hit your three little yeah. dots for and then you go into more tools, extensions, and then uh, you can head over to the Chrome, Chrome web store. Yeah. yeah. And once you're in the Chrome web store, which you could probably just Google that and head, it'll take you right there. Then you're just going to type Uber Suggest, which is U-B-E-R-S-U-G-G-E-S-T. And um, the 
it will pop up with a little add button right okay. there for you to install it. And these, this extension is free as well. Yeah. Oh yeah. The extension awesome. free, the website's free. So, um, super handy to have. Yeah. Yeah. I have, um, I use, uh, um, SEMrush. Yep. It, it's a little, I don't pay for it. I don't think I pay for it. I pay for a lot of apps, but I'm not, I'm not, I just checked and I'm not paying for it, but it's similar. Um, I would say that Uber suggests probably would be a little bit more straightforward mm -hmm. um, to use uh, basic, you know, not too many buttons, whereas you go over to SEMrush and it gets kind of crazy. Uh, but what's, and I don't know if Uber, de, Uber suggests, I can never remember that word, which is probably why I don't use this app. Um, but what's cool about SEMrush is they'll give me email updates on my rankings. Uh, so it'll tell me, um, traffic, uh, and visibility. So, you know, many business sites probably won't rank. Uh, so don't get all crazy with, oh, I got to have that one. But I'm just saying like, it's nice that they give you, um, you know, they'll give you an email update if you are ranking. Um, now I just worked with, like I said, I just worked with a, um, powder coater the other day on Saturday and, um, we did look at his website and the, I did suggest uh, him going over to SEMrush uh, because we found out when we did, he was only ranking for one keyword. And it, I mean, that's not enough, guys. Uh, right. You got to rank for a lot more than that um, if you want to get higher up on the page. And so this was kind of interesting. So when you Googled the city, he was number one in the maps, but he wasn't on the rest of the page. Oh, and then when you Googled uh, his state, like powder coating Alaska, he uh, wasn't on that page at all. In fact, other powder coaters, social media pages were higher. It were higher up in the rankings. So, again, um, you know, when you are building websites, it's always good to to add these keywords into the into the back end of your site and into the words themselves into what you're writing right yep absolutely yeah yeah and once once you've got your site all updated you've got to remember too to head over to google search console mm -hmm. and have it crawl your website yeah that is A so lot of important miss that step and then it's like it's, it's as if you're sitting waiting for the waiter to come to your table and he doesn't even see you right if you're somebody yeah. who might go like hey dude like i'm over here like come take my order that's like going to google search console and just hitting the button that says hey come crawl my website will you right um, right that is a actually a really great analogy there uh so i use semrush s-e-m-r-u-s-h i have also used Moz actually have uh, that is also another uh, one to use. M O Z, um, another free uh, similar to Uber suggests where they give you what your what links you're ranking for stuff like that. So um, there you go. Um, if you want to nerd out on a weekend, uh, we've just given you three great keyword search tools. Um, and and again, where we're leading to this is audiences, right? and um, building an audience. How do you know what to, when you're putting an ad on Google, how do you know what the right, who, who, who is your audience? What do they like? What do they don't like? What are they involved in? You know, and same thing goes for Facebook too. You can get pretty detailed with that as well. I think Danielle and I've worked really hard at building out the perfect Hawaii audience. Um, it's been hit and miss and stuff. Um, I, if I get a chance, uh, maybe towards the end of the show, I'll head over to my business suite and we can look at our, the ads on Facebook. It just pick out that one ad that we've been working on that has done really, really well in terms of cost per click, because that's where this whole thing kind of started was, what is it, Ro re return or 
Uh, oh, return on ad spend, ROAS. ROAS, yeah, return on ad spend, which was actually another shout out uh, put out by Robert Soka from RNP. Thank you very much. Robert, I am using your <laughs> I'm using your post as a Facebook or as a podcast topic because it came up and there was quite a great discussion about it. Um, I think it was a post that was in Tips and Tricks, um, and so uh, it got me thinking. Hey, let me get you on, you know, uh, to get this going because I know guys are thinking about advertising right now because things are kind of maybe getting slower. So. It's a great time uh, to come back on. Um, so I found out recently that Google has something called Think with Google. Have you heard of that? Um, so you introduced me to it, which is one of those like, hello. I, I, I got you. I finally got you. <laughs> you totally got me there. I was like, Think with Google. What is this? How long has it been around? <laughs> I keep, I know. And I keep throwing stuff at you thinking, oh, does she know this? And and this time I finally got, it's taken like 10 times of suggesting something and you know everything. So I want to say on air that I finally got you this time, you um, but only because I found out because I'm in um, a manufacturing uh, cohort uh, that is out of Honolulu right now. And they showed me, these guys are marketing, it's a marketing company. Um, that works with uh, Hawaii businesses and stuff to do advertising. And they do A to Z, like they do TV ads, they do everything from TV ads to social media. So I, when I, I hopped all over that one. And so let me find, um, oops, forgot to put my D&D on. Um, let me get to sharing my screen. So here's what it's called. Uh, it's called Think with Google. And it's actually kind of what they're doing is they're taking YouTube watchers, YouTube subscribers, and they're they're using it, I guess, in a simple way to find your audience, right? Um, so they're asking, you know, like if you're, this isn't the, usually you'll go to Google ads, right? Yeah. And this one kind of got me because they're actually using YouTube to develop your audience. Now, it's not as sophisticated as maybe Google ads, where Google ads could be almost overwhelming um, to a certain extent if you don't know what you're doing. And I like this because if you not if you're just hearing about this for the first time or you ever been curious about it, uh, this is a great beginner entry level kind of like get get warmed up to audiences and what audiences is so um you do it helps if you log in you can just create you know just use your gmail account to open it up uh but it's thinkwithgoogle.com and um i think you i think if you go to the main site which i should probably do that first um It gives you uh, the, the home page and then it asks you for tools. So you'll want to go over to tools uh, when you go to thinkwithgoogle.com and then it says find my audience. Now there's a bunch of other things you can do here like test your site, market finder. I don't know, I haven't gone there and stuff, but we're just going to stay focused and, and go to find my audience and when you do, um, they give you two different choices. Uh, you just start right here and they talk about in-market audiences and affinity audiences. Now, what's the difference? Do you, do you know? I mean, I, 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 it'll tell you what it is here, but. Right. Yeah. 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 It's, it's basically how, how specific you're being about it. Is somebody is likely a buyer, right? They're in the right. market for your product, or they just have a general interest that maybe they'll want to buy your product at some point. They have an affinity right. for it. Right. Affinity, interest, hobby, that yep. sort of stuff. So the difference, why you want to do both, because in the, the, the end result with going through this process, and I swear to God, it took, it's going to take us like less than 
I mean, you'll spend more time clicking on things here and there to make it than you will. And then they're going to email you a report and then that report you can read through. Now, it's really basic and stuff like that. But even if you don't ask for the profile or you can just get kind of crazy with all the different categories. Now, like Danielle said, the in-market audience is people that are actively looking to buy something. Right. So let's just start with that. So I, I clicked on that. And then now because there's not something specific that's going to say powder coating or sandblasting or seracoding or any of the you know stuff that we all do there i just went to autos um but there are lots of other things like here's business and industrial products i totally didn't see that one the other day um and then there's business services uh too um there's all kinds of stuff. So the good news is you can create as many of these profiles as, as you need, right? You're not, I don't, I don't know how many you're limited. If you are limited to, you can basically add as many of these as you want. So I just kind of went with autos and vehicles. Um, and then from here you sign in and then you click on like, are you know these people looking for auto parts and accessories? Oh, probably. Um, okay, now it's going to ask me to sign in. Damn it! Um, but you just click on all these buttons and stuff. Uh, they've got people interested in leasing bicycles and boats and RVs and commercial vehicles. Blah blah blah. Uh, I mean, it just you click on it and then you just add it. They're gonna. It's gonna say add add to your audience. And I think you can have up to, um, I think you can have up to four things that you can click on. Again, it's not very hard um, to do, but uh, the other one is, if we go back, you can click on affinity. And this time you can click on like out, I think there was one that says, uh, lifestyles and hobbies a lot of the guys that like um um getting their stuff powder coated are into media and entertainment uh and stuff like that so you just click on all of these and you can look at them they give you options and then you add now i'm gonna go over let me stop sharing my screen here so i can bring up my um I did two different ones here and I'm not sure how I can share. Can you see that, Danielle? I got to stop share. I got to share again, right? Yes. See. Um, oh, here we go. So this is just like they gave me a PDF or whatever, sent me something in the email. Um, so this is basically one of the profiles I clicked on. I was just, like I said, I just was just playing around. Um, but you'll get like a multiple page thing on how to build up your site and, you know, how to click on everything. Um, wanted to get down to, here's auto repair and maintenance, people interested in vehicle repair and maintenance. Uh, and then what they do is while you're doing this, it gives you suggestions. Now, while you're using the tool, you can actually click on the YouTube channels of these people that they're recommending. You can subscribe or check out their channel, and then you can do an ad using people that are following these kinds of people. Awesome. That I know. Really, that's super neat because that would help to find you know, influencers and stuff that yeah. on channels. Yeah. Within that category. I think that's great. I'm not sure you can connect the channel yet with, unless you were doing a YouTube, I mean, it wouldn't make sense, but it gives, I guess in the way they're connecting this YouTube thing is it's giving people, uh, exposing the user or the business owner into what people are watching or listening to um, in this category, you know, yep. Uh, yep. how that relates to Google ads in searches. I'm not quite sure, but 
I think they're getting there with that. Um, and so uh, they also suggested that people that are researching about auto repair and maintenance are also people that are thrill seekers, avid investors, frequent salon visitors, <laughs> and fast food cravers. So, you know, uh, it's kind of, it just makes it so easy and right at the top of touch of a button, you can get all this information about who you think your audience is. Um, and then it, it does the same thing with the, you know, so I added thrill seekers once it gave me that suggestion, then I went to thrill seekers and then it gave me these suggested ones to follow and, and it goes on and on and on. And you can create as many as you want. I think, um, if you were doing, um, maybe if you were doing, uh, sort of a more of a business, you know, B2B kind of thing. You might want to do the business and, you know, so I imagine the categories will expand, um, especially the in-market ones will expand as people start to use the tool more often. Yeah. Um, so tying this all together now, um, We've learned about audiences and obviously audiences are used when creating Facebook ads and Google ads. So how, how do, what's the next step, Danielle, take us through that, that now I don't know what to do after that. Cause I just hand it off to you. <laughs> right. You're just like, Hey, here's the audience I want to target. Go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, no. So with these ads, I mean, basically, you got to keep in mind that anytime you're going to run ads, whether it's Google, whether it's Facebook, whether it's YouTube, whether it's Pinterest, wherever you're running your ads, it's it's a test. Every time you run an ad, it's an experiment to find out how, you know, did this audience work? Did this messaging work? How much cost per click did, was it? And some of the things that can help your test go right from the start are things like knowing and understanding the platform where you're advertising on. So for those of you who are, you know, creating a Google ad, think about the type of person who's typing in a keyword, right? They're closer to that in-market audience that Kim was just describing mm -hmm. than they are an affinity audience, right? Facebook is more the affinity audience type where like, so on Google, someone might be typing in, um, how much does it cost to powder coat rims? And then they're they're more in the market in the mindset of becoming a buyer. And so when your ad po pops up and says, you know, rim calculator, rim powder coating rim calculator, mm -hmm. like boom, they're gonna head right there. Or if you have um, on Facebook, if you have an ad for your rim, your powder coating rim calculator on Facebook somebody's not in the market at that moment in time when they're scrolling their news feed, when they're like wishing somebody a happy birthday or, you know, <laughs> looking at pictures of somebody who just had a kid or just went traveling or something, you know, they're not really thinking right now, I need to know how much rims are going to cost me. So when they click from your ad, they're more like just playing around. Right. So, one of the things that you see as an outcome is that usually it's going to cost you more to get the cost per click from Google than it will from Facebook. And that's because usually that's a higher quality visitor. Yeah, so, I, I would have to agree with that. I mean, I haven't done a lot of Google ads, um, thankfully, um, you know, because I do so much organic uh, social media outreach and stuff like that. I, I've just... You know, I really should just let that hang up go and just put put some money towards it a little bit more. And we are actually, yeah. you know, we have had some pretty good ads roll through um, for sure, um, which I hope to share or show what we've done um, on one of these things. But I get a couple um, of your ads pulled up. Do you? you? Okay. Yep. Um, because what is a good ad? How do you know? you're doing the right thing. Um, and you're not, and even if you're paying someone like I pay you to do it, um, how do I know that that person that I'm paying is actually delivering the results that I need, you know, and, and you and I always review an ad after it's done 
and say, do we want to do this again? Or how did we do and stuff? So what are some of the things that you've taught me to look for um, in terms of like, isn't there like something like how many times they see an ad or, you know? Yeah. Frequency is a big one. I mean, are you, are you comfortable with me sharing your ad account? Are you on yeah. just? Yeah, sure. If you've got it okay. pulled up, um, I, you know. Yep. Yeah, I got it pulled up. I think uh, we have, we've, I, I'm proud of it because I think that you and I've worked together to, to really um, do the best that we can to, you know, to, to really bring about good results, you know, yeah. um, and we should, I guess it's not a matter of a brag more than it is about um, sort of like, what what do you look for? What is a good performing ad and how can you make it better? Or what am I doing? You know, just sort of just a baseline. Yeah. So let's, let's talk specifically about like Facebook and Instagram ads for a minute in, in that avenue of like, what's the baseline and what do we look for? So one of the first things is when you go to create your ad on Facebook, it's going to ask you right off the top, it's going to give you the three different columns of like, what is your objective? Meaning, wh why are you running this ad? What do you hope to get out of it? Right. Are you looking for website traffic? Are you looking for conversions or sales or video views? Um, so when you're picking that objective, keep in mind that like when you're going to say, analyze the results of an ad and say, how, hey, how did that ad perform? You, you told it what to optimize for. You told it the goal. So um, we have a couple of ads going right now that all have slightly different objectives. What, some of them are to generate website traffic. Some of them are to get a conversion, a landing page view. And uh, we even have some ads going right now just for brand awareness, right? Build the right. brand, get it out in front of them. And when you have a brand awareness ad running, you know, it's, it's all about how many people are seeing the ad. And then Facebook will even give you what they call the estimated ad recall lift, which is they, their estimate as to how many people would remember your brand name if asked about it 48 hours after seeing your ad. Wow. I didn't know about this. Yeah. Yeah. And, and sometimes you might even as a Facebook user you might get a pop-up on your newsfeed that's like, hey, have you seen any ads from any of these four companies in the past couple of days? You know, and it just kind of is giving you a little survey. Um, so that's how they're getting this information. So, you know, we've got an ad here that has reached over 50,000 people and they're guesstimating that about 4,000 of those people really took the message to heart and are understanding the brand and becoming familiar with the brand. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then like, we've got a couple of ads here for more industry ads, right? Like if you're trying to target people in the industry, build partnerships, this is one of the ads that we have going right now mm -hmm. and it's performing incredibly well. I mean, people are clicking over to learn yeah. about this particular finish for like five cents a piece. Right. And, you know, and so when you have this ad, you should be jointly looking at your Google Analytics, hopefully, right? Um, not all of us have UTM codes and all that crazy gobbledygook that comes after the link. You don't necessarily, I don't use it. I, you know, I probably should, but, uh, but um, you know, just simply enough, do you see a bump up in traffic? You know, I mean, that pretty much can tell you, right, you know, especially during the days that you're running the ad. So, you know, you want to follow up on both sides, Google Analytics and tracking the ad performance itself. Yep. Yep. And you're going to look at when you're looking at the ad, um, like you hinted to it too, with frequency, how many times have they actually seen the ad? So, you know, we're trying to keep these numbers not too high. Uh, they've, so these people have seen the ad one to two times a person. Um, once you start getting up above eight, like somebody's seen the ad like eight times, that's when you're starting to just kind of piss away the money because, yeah. um, you, they're just saturated with your ad. Right. And then, um, the other thing you want to look at is like, okay, so are you getting link clicks? If it, if it is a link click ad mm -hmm. and how much are those link clicks costing you? So, you know, you can see a significant difference in 
these ads here in terms of how much the link click is costing. Mm -hmm. And it might just be that, you know, you have one audience that's more competitive than another. And so it costs more money to reach that audience. Um, but when you do find a sweet spot, that's where you're going to put the most of your budget. In right. terms of uh, cost per link click, I like to give people a guideline, like right around that dollar, you know, one yeah. dollars per link click is super common these days. Um, and your click through rate, ideally you actually, you need that up closer to like 2%. So we've got one link, we've got one ad that's got almost 6% click through rate, but our right. other two ads are much lower because um, right. they're actually not optimized for the link click, they're optimized for something else. Okay, there you go. So, so those are some good, I mean, um, perspectives on, you know, how we've done. And once we got that first audience going, um, and I guess so way back, I'm trying to think way back years ago when we were just getting started, we just decided to do like a geo ad or right, like on Facebook. I don't know, does Facebook still do geo ads? Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. So a geo ad is when, you know, you're geo targeting around a specific location. So you might say target everybody within five or 10 miles of my shop. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, we saw a pretty good uptick, um, that back then. And, um, then I thought, oh, well, this is easy, but then no, it was, <laughs> you know, that was just like a pump fake, but, um, but then we started getting into more audiences and stuff because, you know, for us, you know, it was easy, easy to attract that automotive guy or the auto enthusiast guy. But how do we get those architectural guys? How do we get those project residential people coming in with their tables and chairs and their whatevers, you know? Um, and that's where we really tried to start to dial down on um, our personal Maui Powderworks ads a little better. And I think we did okay. Um I know I saw a huge uptick in the Google one we did and that scared me because I, you know, because you could, e you know, they give, they tease you with that $150, you know, to get you started. Yeah. And then it just becomes this addiction um, to just using them all the time. And I um, personally like to just slow the roll down and actually pay more attention to the content that I'm producing on Instagram and Facebook and get my, I, I guess, get in, you know, get that interest first. And then rather than just throw out an ad with willy nilly with no understanding of who I'm attracting and stuff like that. So, yeah. um, but we've been, you know, we've, we, you have to do more than one ad. You can't just do it once and, and say, great, it worked or it's terrible. I never want to try it again. It, it, you just have to keep yeah. you do um all the experts say that in fact a lot of them are promote they're saying you want to do the same ad and do different audience then see you have to do it like five times but i'm like i'm not doing it five times but <laughs> but that's what they you know in order to really track it and then you're supposed to change up the the words with the picture and that you know that's how the pros do it but who has time for that I don't but you know we're just trying to help us all help us all along right definitely yeah so go ahead and I mean is there anything else that we should talk about or that we haven't talked about on the step by step uh yeah so we we haven't really touched on google ads so I'll just take one minute and give people a quick lowdown on the step by step for google ads so first it's it's adwords adwords.google.com um, and if you want those are going to be those search and display ads is what they call them and you can generate website clicks you can generate calls um, you can set all different kinds of objectives like that and then they also have something called the google merchant center where you can set up shopping ads if you have actual product um, like that that many kind stuff Maui, yeah. right? Like, yeah. like they got to get in those shopping ads on Google. That'd be sweet. Um, so when you're setting up your Google ad, a couple of tips to keep in mind. Um, 
think about different campaigns by the different groups of keywords you're going to use. So you might have a RIMS client that you're trying to attract versus you might have a, you know, home landscaping, home improvement client you're trying to attract mm -hmm. versus industry, like you're trying to get the big industry referrals. Those are going to be ads that are different audiences. They need to say different things and they need to use different keywords. So don't lump them all into one. Right. Um, and then when you're creating your Google ads, you can create one ad and it'll, you know, that's what they like teach you to do. But you actually want to try to create like three or four different varieties of ads. Um, it doesn't cost you anymore to have different varieties of ads in Google, but it can increase your conversions by at least 15% to have and test different varieties of ads. So strongly recommend you take the extra, you know, 15, 20 minutes to go in and create different versions of your ads. Yeah, it's like what I said earlier about the, you know, these Facebook guru kind of guys, they that they want you to try different photos with different mm -hmm. scripts or write-ups, you know, um, and then play around with them and see which one is going to be the one that works for just triggering the visual with the, with the message, I guess is, yeah. yeah, what you're talking. And this is so key. So, uh, return on ad spend should be around a dollar, a click or a link or a, or yeah, a so conversion. Really going to be your return on ad spend. That's going to be your like cost per link click. Mm -hmm. And then it might take you a uh, hundred link clicks before somebody's signing on for a big job, right? right? It might take you a hundred leads before you get the one that's that big job um, that really pays for the, all the ad spend and above. So that's the revenue you produce is what you use to calculate your return on ad spend. Right. So don't just look at that dollar. I spent a dollar 27 on this and on this one. And because you don't really know until you get the job, how, how, you know, that it's not just a matter of what, don't just look at what you're spending today, tomorrow, next week, look at the bigger picture, which is I got, you know, 10 rim jobs for, uh, during this time period that I, you know, uh, did the ad for. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You might spend a hundred dollars in the ad, but if it's going to produce 10 rim projects for you, you know, there's, there is a return on ad spend there for sure. And then also think about the lifetime value of a customer. Yeah. If, if you're bringing in a first time customer for a rim project, and then they're coming back to you for other projects later, you know, that even if it costs maybe like, 20 or $30 to acquire that customer, if over five years they're spending thousands of dollars with you, well, then that makes that cost oh, per lead yep. just seem like totally worth it. Today. Yeah, totally worth it. Yeah. And that's where I need to kind of get over that hump um, about spending and stuff uh, for more ads because we're now finally in an area that's got a lot more people. Cause we were, so we're on the West side of the Island, which is very limited. Um, but now we're in a greater geographical area. So, you know, obviously our problems are kind of solved in that direction and stuff. Um, and you know, I, it's kind of interesting. I'm going to share, let's see, let me get to my website first because um, where is my website? <laughs> my powder coating, my, my Maui powder works website is I have so many websites, Danielle. <laughs> yes, you do. I have a problem. <laughs> um, I really need to hone it in. Yes. Um, but shh, we won't tell Ross. <laughs> yeah. Keep, keep that one under wraps. We won't tell Ross. Um, so that reminds me, you know, if you want to, if you want kind of like a dead ringer and I'm going to, I'm going to shamelessly pro, pro prop myself, you know, because this little blog, I tell you is so popular, um, that, um, 
I, I have to promote it because it's so underrated. You can um, advertise with us probably cheaper than Google ads. Um, we do have ads and now it's not all over my site. Um, if anybody's been to Maui Powder Works, you know that on the business side or the business page side, like my homepage and the services, I don't have ads. Uh, but the blog is one of the top blogs in powder coating today, especially to customers that are looking for powder coating or lurking to looking to learn powder coating. So um, we have uh, dynamic ads with AdSense and stuff, and that's just some of the stuff we have. But I want to show you that we actually have, can you see this, Danielle, this little? Yep. Yeah. So Ooh, yeah. Cool. Isn't this awesome? I uh, so Benco, as you know, does uh, they do sponsor the podcast, but they also have a couple of ads with us as well, uh, print ads that I'm you know generously like trying to get this going and stuff like that. So um, your ad, you you know your powder coating company could be right here on a powder coating blog. Doesn't it make sense? <laughs> you know. Uh, that it should be there. Um, so, you know, and the reason why is this is dynamic, um, this uh, behind the scenes part of the ad uh, company that I use or the, the plugin that I use on my WordPress site is designed to geographically pinpoint. So if you were say in Texas or something like that and your customer was in Texas uh, this ad, you know, your XYZ ad would be only showing the Texas people. Uh, Chicago people would be seeing Chicago powder coating or something like that, right? So I think the way that this is, the way I set it up was that um, through this one plugin, I can actually kind of target their customers so that they're not having to overpay for ads and stuff like that. But anyways, just a little shout out to uh, Maui Powder Works. I'll put the link uh, for advertising in the podcast. Um, we'll also put the coderbiz.com uh, link in there so you can go sign up for the three times a charm powder coating premium. The package is so awesome. I can't wait to give it away, Danielle. Oh my gosh. We're trying. We're, We're trying. trying. Just got to have a powder coating site. Yep. I mean, a powder coating a customer. Yeah. You need, must have, or need a powder coating website. It's helpful. Uh, a lot of you guys have started some already. And for one reason or another, it's just never been done. Danielle and I are, are available for one-on-one -on -one too, just so you know, if you need that as well. Um, and many of you do, you know, many of you started sites and you're just not sure where you're kind of halfway in and halfway out. Uh, but the coder biz uh package is really for those that just kind of um just need don't have anything really i mean they're just maybe just getting started or still working in the garage or whatever or just you know ready to open up the commercial space or have just moved to a commercial space and they're ready to kind of do a little bit more to get uh people in the door now so um this is perfect timing for that um but anyways uh yeah that sounds good to me. Where do we find you, Danielle? Oh, that's an easy one. I'm at MMM Social Media everywhere. So MMMSocialMedia.com is the website. Facebook, MMM Social Media. Uh, Instagram, same, same. So uh, pretty easy to find out there. And I do uh, teach a lot of classes. So, you know, and you can take the classes from anywhere in the world. They're just held on Zoom. And you can get the recording of them and whatnot. So uh, feel free to follow me. I'll share some tips and uh, you can hopefully attend a class soon. Yeah. If you um, do you have a link in your website for classes or or do they just yeah. find out through email as how do you do it when you do that? So I, I do recommend people sign up for the email because that's where I'm kind of giving people the first first dibs at the classes at the seats. Mm -hmm. Um, and we are actually going through a big website update. So in the next uh, six weeks or so, we'll have a new new site up with classes available, self-paced courses Ooh, available cool. for sale. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, I'll tell you, if you're going to learn social media, it's got to be with Danielle. She's taught me everything I know. <laughs> and then some. I finally got you today. I found I something you didn't know. Yeah. Milestone moment for Kim. Um, and um, I think it's I think it's great because the way you explain these classes and the social media and stuff like you break it down. It's not hard. The way you explain things is very just straightforward. It's not confusing. You deconfuse the social media maze um, for for us as well. So um, I think that's uh, I think that's it. Right on. Thanks thank again, you. Danielle. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, Kim. Glad to be on. All right. Well, we'll see you hopefully in a few more months. Sounds good. All right. Take care. Bye.